football men played some good stuff fam Haaland we didn't even yeah. mention Haaland yet that guy is a beast fam like you give him a chance he will finish yeah. uh, he's physical he's got technique like, I, I love the way he plays man. for such a the way he acts in the media I love that even dare I say it like I think he's brushing that threshold of Messi and Ronaldo like he's brushing that because for you to be putting up, up those kind of numbers fam. five up years yeah, yeah like brushing that 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 very very that niche basically because yeah. fam for you to be putting up 40 goals a season every year like what more do you want Kylian Mbappe is already the face yeah. he's, oh, he's on his way to be the face of um, Nak um, he's doing Eyes on the ball. Uh, you already know what it is. It's Eyes on the ball with your boy Big Belly Dans and Dazzy OT. And we back. The two realest drillers in the business. And we back. <laughs> Shout out my boy Chance. Yeah, man. Yeah, Big Man Ting fam. Ah, how you man doing? Hope the people are doing well. Hope all our listeners are doing good. Hope you're all quarantining and keeping safe. Making sure you're not going out unnecessarily. Trust me, man. Staying safe, you know, staying with, uh, within the guidelines, you know. Our government's pretty shoddy, but, you know, we still got... <laughs> for real, we I still don't got even to hold it down for ourselves, you know. We still got to do... <laughs> We're still humans, man. We still got to abide by our own individual laws. But, um, yeah, as I said, hope everyone's yeah, staying safe. Yeah, keep everyone safe. And it's good. Yeah, man. I oh, appreciate all the love from the lives. Literally, it's been it's been it's been really good, man. I can't lie to you. We're just gonna keep bringing them. Um, we got um, we had an idea, or not even an idea, plan to just bring more of our boys on as well. Man. Yeah, for sure. Give everyone a platform to speak their football mind, man. Because everyone's got some wild opinions. No, in football, we got we got I'm, the bas- platform for basketball as well, man. For all the basketball mans out there. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. trying to provide the platform, you know? And fam, if the, if the uh, NBA comes back, then playoff previews, then playoff reviews, gonna be juicy, fam. Literally, man. But yeah, we've got a great episode lined up for today. We're gonna be speaking about the Bundesliga, obviously, football returning and that. So obviously, we've got a bit of football to talk about, some live football, fresh football that we can react to. Trust me. We're man. also gonna be talking um, a bit about. Our future Ballon d'Or winners, obviously Messi, Ronaldo coming to the end, tail end of their careers, great careers. So obviously we want to see who's going to step into their step into their shoes in it. Um, don't forget as well, just a little reminder, just so that I don't forget, we got another episode separate to this one that's going to come out. It's our takeaways from the Jordan Doc, and um, we're going to be also revealing our Mount Rushmore. Hey, let's not get sucked in. Let's not get sucked in. The last dance. This is not about Michael Jordan. This is about the Chicago Bulls. Let's not get sucked into the narrative. <laughs> this is the last dance nah, nah, about nah, the Chicago 100%. Bulls. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but then, obviously, a little side note, we'll be doing our Mount Rushmore's as well as a result of all our takeaways and everything like that. But yeah, to get straight into it, Bundesliga, football's back. What's your opinion on football being back? And then well, what, you, what you saw, how was it? Like, What did you think? Uh, fam, I was chuffed just to get some live football on my screen. I, I, I was, mm. I was happy. You know, um, the game I tuned into was the rivalry, Schalke Dortmund. Obviously, um, Schalke yeah. didn't really show up like that, but I think it was just, it was um, good to see good football in it because obviously Dortmund played some good stuff, and I like the ball staying on the deck. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I fear, I don't want to yeah. get too deep into you know. Uh, 
like the weeds of it, but I fear for the lower level um, leagues, man, because without the atmosphere and without the um, the quality of the football, it's going to be a bad product, man. Yeah, man. Even before like the football, before I talk a bit of the football, I was just thinking that some of the measures in place just to get the football on don't even really make sense. Like you social distance the bench, the the subs, um, man, the manager celebrations. They're not a, fam. They're not allowed to celebrate together, but they're allowed to mark each other on corners. <laughs> <laughs> like no, it doesn't even make it's sense. Great, it? It's but, a huge contradiction, fam. Yeah, no, nah, but anyway, to get football back, obviously, like I said, like or like you said as well, fans not being there is going to be tough for everyone involved. However, we've just got to face the new reality and it's going to be like this for a while. So we've got to take for, whatever for we're, we're being given, innit? For sure. We've got to take whatever we've been given. However, football, I think what's interesting about the Bundesliga is the top four is very, it's very tight. Yeah. Everyone in the top four can still win the title. I believe there's eight points. I think even um, fifth. Fifth is pretty close behind them as well. Yeah, so between first to about fifth is about ten points, something like that. But the main contenders involved are Dortmund, Bayern, Leipzig and Modern Gladbach. Yeah. And some played well, some didn't play. Dortmund, I think they're the they were the most impressive from the weekend. 100%. They just looked fluid. The football looked great. Um they have a, an abundance of options. I think it was another opportunity for us, for us to see Hakimi. Hakimi really impressed me as well, like looking like a really, really top right back. And fam, all goes to show the more that Real Madrid have a second rising with all those youngsters sure. coming into their for team. Sure. Um, also, the attack, bruv. They have attacking options for days. When you think that Royce and Sancho didn't really... Well, Sancho didn't start. Royce didn't play. Reyna got injured in the warm-up. But they still had Julian Brandt. They yep. still had Haaland. They still had... Um, who was the third person? Forgan. Who was the third Forgan person? Hazard. Hazard, yeah. How can I forget? Forgan Hazard. Axel Witzel went in the marauding. Mix. Yeah, exactly. Still marauding. You had Delaney at the base of the... Di- at the base of the... Kind of because they played three at the back. Yeah. And it's at the base of the midfield. And he was just dictating the play. So, bro, Dorman looked very, very fl- fluid. Sancho put on a few pounds, though. <laughs> Sancho put on a hey, and you saw his Sancho bonnet. put on a couple pounds fam his bonnet was, was, was looking a bit wrecky yeah man but nah Dortmund man they look they look very very good and Schalke to, to be to be quite frank like I said in my tweet they were social dis- distancing <laughs> on the pitch as well like you know what I'm saying so um, yeah fam. my takeaways from the game um, I think it was a good game like um Obviously, it, it, it was tough because Schalke didn't really compete. But as far as um, the quality of football, Dortmund played some good stuff, man. Haaland, we didn't even yeah. mention Haaland yet. That guy is a beast, fam. Like, you give him a chance, he will finish. Yeah. Uh, he's physical, he's got technique. Like, I, I love the way he plays, man. For such a the way he acts in the media, I love that even more. I love it even more. <laughs> The way yeah, he acts man, in the media, I love still. it. Quick, quick, snappy answers. Ain't I feel like to he's so like oblivious. That. Second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now nah, I feel like he's so oblivious. Like there was even one um, interview he done here, and then I think the guy was speaking German, and he tried to translate translate what um, Haaland was saying. Saying, and Haaland was like, "Bro, I didn't say that." But okay. Yeah, he said and you said the, that. I didn't say that. The was like. <laughs> <laughs> the media don was. Rattled. I reckon. Nah, I reckon once he guy. once he um you know grows in stature a little bit, he'll. 
become like the face of one of the big brands. I don't know who he's with, but whether it's Adidas, Nike, one of them big brands, he'll they'll, they'll encourage him to be more, you know, forthcoming with the media. But for now, it's still very entertaining what, <laughs> what he's doing. No, that's my point though. Is it's that's what I was even gonna say though. Like going forward, is someone like him really that marketable? Because at the end of the day, you have to look at it like this: if Pogba was to act the way that Harlan did with the media, they would bring him down even more than they already do. What you know he would get bullied. So, like, it but just, he only gets away with yeah. it because he's young in it, so it will definitely change eventually, man. Yeah, uh, we'll see in it. We'll see. Yeah. I don't see it changing, to be honest. But like, like I said before, I, we get into more about a bit Harland and the rest of the teams we played. I think the my MVPs of that game, no doubt, Julian Brandt, Brandt Hazard, yeah. great players. Brandt. But my MVPs of the game were the wing backs, man. Hakimi and Guerrero, Rafael Guerrero, who gets out outshone a bit as well because of Hakimi. Just the energy they provide on the flanks. Like Guerrero is replacing a left back in Schmaltzer, who, fam, I can't lie to you, Schmaltzer has been dominating that left back position, left wing back legend, position for, for a while. So, like, he's a, he's a Dortmund legend. So, yeah. Guerrero's really coming to his own on that flank. And then Hakimi as well. Hakimi, I said it, like, fam, alongside Trent, AWB, and. Who else would you put in that category? Maybe that's where it stops. But alongside them, them three looking like young fullbacks for the future. Maybe Semedo be dominating the game for years to come. Nah, Semedo is not there, man. Come on, Semedo is <laughs> getting moves, getting moves to, to Juve for Pjanic and which is fam. We even Pjanic need to. That's a whole Shigler, topic, which is insane. That's something we need to discuss. <laughs> that's insane, bro. Because your, your, your tweet, your tweet, but yeah, like, the tweet was it. But um, yeah, let me uh, emphasize your points, man. I think um, Guerrero, that finish yeah, yeah, go was absolutely naughty. That finish with left foot. Fam, bro. That was naughty. Naughty, fam. Naughty. And um, Hakimi, yeah, but, yeah. Man, the way he flies up and down the wings is, is special. Once he goes back to Real Madrid, Carvajal's out the team. Yeah. Simple. Literally, Dan, that's, uh, that's unfortunate, isn't it? But it's, it just goes to show how good Hakimi is. Because Carvajal is no joke as well. You get what I'm saying? For sure. So, yeah, man. When we go into Bayern now, when we look at Bayern as well, just pro- professionalism. That's what I saw from... The- Yay! <laughs> yeah, I saw the couple, same couple thing. things dashing up in the Daniel household, <laughs> but <laughs> we move. But yeah, no, I just saw professionalism. Nice 2-0 win, clean cut. Comfortable. Then it was a bit, it was a bit stoppy, starty, a bit, but... Like I said, rust is inevitable when you haven't played football, sure. top top um, tier football in a while. But they just looked snappy, sharp. Everyone looked good. Lewandowski gets his goal, 40th goal. That's 40 goals for five seasons straight, bro. That guy is, he, he, he's, he's making a claim to be one of the best. He is, he is one of the best ever, to be honest. Uh, he is one yeah, of the yeah, best no, ever. Best, one of the yeah, best his ever body of work yeah. is great. I think it's sad that he hasn't got a Champions League. That's the thing. Yeah, he could, it's a tough one yeah, still. Similar to a Rude fam. Rude had one of the maddest goal records ever as well, but he, he didn't have the, the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Like, obviously, Bar um, United. Bar United. I said United. Bar Messi and Ronaldo. I think he is, like, off the top in the modern era, especially one of the greatest goal scorers, goal getters that we've seen. Yeah, him and Suarez. Like, 100%. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. But then we can even see that now Lewandowski even getting into that um, the 30s age, the early 30s near retirement age and that. 
he's still doing it, putting up 40 goals. Like Suarez, you can say, you can see a, a, a drop. Drop off. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? But then in his fifth season, to have scored 40 goals, I just think, which is crazy. So he deserves the credit. Like I was saying to you off the mic, fam, in another era, I think he has two Ballon d'Ors minimum. You know no, what I'm saying? For sure, man. Like, like that. He's been special, fam. Ever since his Dortmund days, fam. He he's just been a special yeah. player, man. And to think that Blackburn could have had him, it, it's just crazy, bro. A plane, a plane journey away. A volcano <laughs> stopped him. <laughs> a volcano. That's what I'm saying, fam. That, that that I miss that caliber of player being in the Premier League. Imagine a guy like him in the Premier League. That is box. That is must watch TV right there. Just because of him. Yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. No, Lewandowski's on 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 levels, on, like yeah. I'd even dare I say it, like I think he's brushing that threshold of Messi and Ronaldo. Like he's brushing that because for you to be putting up those kind of nine, numbers, fam. five years, yeah, yeah, like brushing that 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 very very that niche basically. Because yeah. fam, for you to be putting up 40 goals a season every year, like what more do you want him to no, do? Literally. Do you get what I'm saying? Before we consider him like that. Literally. And then obviously looking at um, Modern Gladbach, they won their game 3-1. Um, they've got nice players. they got two Ram, they got Plier. And they got really nice players who who fit nicely into a system. Mm. I just think maybe, I just think obviously they're contending, they're pushing the teams, but I think they're not... I think they'll end up finishing fourth. I think Leipzig had a blip because it links in because Leipzig drew. Yeah. They should have won their game. I happened to watch that game as well. And because I didn't really watch the Mother Gladbach game, I watched the Leipzig, Leipzig game and the Dortmund game. And Leipzig should have actually won their game. They had game. chances. They had a a lot of chances. Yeah, they had chances. They had They're chances even lucky that they didn't lose it in the last, last, last minute. Yeah, VAR obviously helped VAR them out. But again. Adam Ola Lukeman, Lukeman missing sitters. sitters. Yeah. You have Paulson missing good chances. You have Werner as well not being at, at his clinical self. So they had chances in that game to 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 really win against Freiburg. But I mean, the the football the football gods had something else to say in it. No, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, I agree with every point you made, man. I think they played well. They created a lot of chances. I didn't watch the full game, but I caught the extended highlights. Um, yeah, man, they played really well, man. Yeah, I thought they should have won the game. Yeah, but then again, they were sloppy at the beginning of the game and the end of the game. And that yeah. can come back and haunt you uh, when, when we're talking five margins. Mm. If you were to take three Bundesliga players and slap them into your United team right now, who you, who would you take? First, I'm hundred percent taking Lewandowski. Hundred Lewandowski. percent taking Lewandowski. Lewandowski is a goat. Like he is a goat. So no question yeah. about him. Um, I'm also taking. I'm going to be selective. I'll take Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho play take on the Jayden right. Sancho. So you're looking at a front three of Rashford, Lewandowski, Sancho. You know about, you know about them shooters they are. And then, um, <laughs> um, someone I'm intrigued by, Upa Makano. I think he'd be a good partner for Maguire. So uh, I'd add yeah. him to the mix. He's a young player, but you know, he can grow. He can grow. What about you? Who, nah, you I take? hear that. Um, I take Upa Makano. I think he's the best. So, actually, shout out to Sane from Schalke. Even though they got smacked, he I think well, he's good. He well. I think under the right manager, he could be tamed into a very, very good player. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, shout out to Sane. But um, from the Bundesliga to fit into Chelsea, I take Upa Makano straight away. I think that even though he is young, maybe doesn't have the experience, I think he can elevate the centre-backs that we currently have. Mm-hmm. I think he's, in terms of 
maybe not distributing the ball, but in terms of on the ball, I think he'd probably be our, he'd become our second best centre back uh, behind Tomori because I think Tomori is. Christensen again he is one of the best on the board to be fair Christensen is probably the best than Tamori but nonetheless Supermakana just has the full package that I think would um, Compliment. be compl- complimentary yeah, to any centre-back that we partner him with um, I'd take Alfonso Davis Bola Bola I think he's a very very good left-back he might not be as defensively great however I think that his pace just helps him so much, sure. and he can get he gets back. Like one of them, one of them, you know, Kyle Walker and a good team. So Kyle Walker, when he did make the mistakes, he could always make up for recover it. the ball back. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Because of his pace. For sure. So yeah, Alfonso Davies is someone I take, and then I take Harlan. Man, he'd fit. He'd be a perfect striker to have with Tammy. Tammy being obviously, he'd have to be the second striker. Tammy and Harlan would be the main hitter. I think we've got good wingers, we've got good midfielders that can provide and I think we play a good enough style of football for Haaland to be successful as well. So, Haaland, Lupin Makano and Alfonso Davis, man. Fam, you know, fam, there's two... Actually, when I was talking about the full-backs, obviously I mentioned the the, the, the right-backs, but two left-backs that I love, Alfonso Davis and Renan Lodi for Athletic yeah, Madrid, man. Speaking of that, I really love Lodi, man. Hey, but Bro, another, you know yeah, me. Yeah, you've been speaking about it for you know a while. Me, but but yeah. another guy that I would love to bring over that I didn't mention was yeah. Kimmich man I just love that guy as a yeah man Mr. Utility yeah. and he gives you 9 out of 10s no matter what position you put him in man I just yeah. love him so teched up such a baller man I, I, I'd love to get my hands on him just as you say Kimmich I'd even argue Thiago is someone that any team would love to be like the base of their midfield like I, I think Thiago is like slightly underrated you know and if not for such a great Spanish team. He could have broken into the team earlier. No, for sure, fam. Thiago's been a baller, man. Even since since his Barca days, fam. It's crazy that they even let him since go. Since his Barca days, bro. Yeah, it's just, but it just goes to show how great that Barcelona team was for for so long. Do you get what I'm saying? Like they couldn't like give someone like him. Yeah, couldn't give someone like him the minutes that he needed. No, bro, for sure, man. Yeah, man. Bundesliga back, and it's, it's, it was good to see. I just think. It's just a bit weird, isn't it? It's, it was a weird, definitely. Training ground yeah, settings. We'll get into the specifics I'm during half time. I'm not complaining. Man. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Yeah, man. Hey, hey that my boy fucker, man. Dial him up again. <laughs> Let's go. Hell time. Half a perky, half a zernick. Yep. Yeah, it's half time. You already know it's half, it's half time. time. <laughs> Yeah, man, one of the favourite segments on Eyes on the Ball, man. One of my favourite segments. Just get to dive into a couple of questions that we have received and we've gotten from people that want to know what they want to know. And we're going to give them what they're about to know. (laughs) Feel me? Trust me, trust me. (laughs) Nah. But uh, first question here is, do we see football being like this for a while? What if players lack commitment because of their fears of catching the virus? I think that's obviously in relation to, like, the UEFA president saying competitions yeah. will end by July, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Project restart as well, the Premier League. What do you think? What do you think? I think I think things are going to be like like this for a while, you know. Um, mm. The no-fan situation, I don't see that changing for a while. You know, you can't have that amount of people in the stadium at once. And I think it's definitely going to affect the game as far as I'm um, a product. Um, I mm. think it's definitely going to affect the players. You know, um, the motivational aspect. I don't think players are going to be as amped up while they're playing. 
which is also going to affect the product. I think the, yeah. the social distancing measures that they're doing off the pitch, but then contradicting themselves on the pitch, that's like players are going to be thinking like, what, what what are we really doing here? Like, is it safe? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, I just think it's 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 a very obviously it's a case by case basis as we stated um earlier, and I think Germany are doing a good job of it, you know. Even though their their number their figures are low, you know you still gotta take all precautions. But um, regarding uh, the Premier League in this country, you know it's, it's it's a whole different kettle of fish, man. There's, there's a lot a, a lot more reason to be um, safer than sorry, man. And as we spoke about um, off Mac, it, it's, it's it's very very sticky as to whether things are gonna come back, man, because it's just not safe. Yeah, 100%, man. If, if I look at even something that you said, which is key, I think, it's a case-by-case situation, bro. Like I, like we said in the previous episode, fam, Germany have handled the virus essentially better than the UK have. Ten so times better. For the U- yeah, so for the UK to then go into this thinking, ah, oh, let us um, let us try and bring this the league back. Like, it, it, it's A valid point has been made by like a lot of the footballers, bro. Sterling, I think, said it most recently. Steve Bruce as well added his piece. Fam, if you're trying to bring the Premier League back in June, deep it, we're already around May the 20th. That's basically the end of June. June's done in about 10 days. I mean, May's done in about 10 days. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're basically asking the players who haven't played any football in two months to just come back and thrust them into action. That makes no sense. And then even if... Because now they're saying they need four weeks to be fit, to be able to play at least. And they're still going to be rusty because match fitness is different to training, to normal fitness. So even when they're playing now, if they're not able to start by mid-June, how are you going to fit 92 games between the end of June to the end of July? Like in one month, you're going to play 92 games. It just does not make sense. I think even putting a date on it just shows that they're not not thinking um, correctly because... You don't know when the, um, the country is going to be ready for sports to take place. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not. It's less yeah. about player fitness, um, about finishing the season. It's about when are things going to be prime enough for football to actually take place. And saying exactly that, um, by the beginning of June, what's that based on? Yeah, exactly. Literally. So, fam, it's just it's just scary how. I don't know. I won't go as far as say this because I don't know all the details. But from the outside looking in, it just looks a bit ignorant, isn't it? From from the from the governing bodies because family, players' lives, their families' lives are at risk, isn't it? And if that's not the number one priority, then I don't know what else is. Do you get what I'm saying? And and the funny thing is, I think players players know that it's not their number one priority. That's why yeah. that's why players are reluctant to come back. Players don't yeah. feel as if they're being heard. Yeah, when really and truly, honest, they're bro, the most important stakeholders in this. Yeah, let me be honest. I would not come back if if I thought. Fam, you think like you think I can be happily going home, being scared to touch my kids and stuff like that? Like that can't be mean? happening. And then people coming out with arguments like you get paid one fifty. Fam, I don't care how what much you I get I'll paid. give the money back. Is... What are you talking about? You think you know I, I mean? don't try like... to chill with my family? Fam, well, not even the chill part, but fam, you think how do I want to be dead whilst the money's there? Like, no, I want to be able facts, to spend man. my money no, like facts. comfortably. So, facts, like, man. fam, not making all these points, man. But whatever, man. I mean, we've said we said all we can say on this. No, topic, literally, man. Hopefully, like, the powers just, that be just think logically and not with the yeah the pound sign dinging off in their head. 
Yeah. Next question is, I want to get your take on this, actually. Um, recent This week, um, Sky Sports, obviously, Gary Neville was speaking about Tevez and saying that Tevez basically down-tooled um, his second season at United, didn't show the same commitment, level of fight, all of this and whatnot. And then, obviously, Tevez's agent came on Sky Sports mm-hmm. and then argued back with him and basically defended his guy. So, like, in terms of you watching as a fan and knowing what you know and United that year, like, what did you think of Tevez and how do you, what's your response to Gary Neville and Kia, I don't know how to pronounce the surname, your backhand or something like that? <laughs> um, I, I'd obviously say Gary Neville's, um, I think that I, I'm not going to accuse him of lying in it because I, I think he's an honest guy, you know, he's on TV. I don't think he has yeah. a reason to lie, but at the same time, he is biased considering Tevez did leave us to go to Man City, you know, ended up winning trophies yeah. over there. So it's um obviously his yeah. um his takes on the situation are biased, but at the same time, he was in training with Tevez every day. Do you know what I'm saying? He won yeah. the Champions League with Tevez the prior year. And he, uh. he has preached on multiple occasions that that Rooney and Tevez um duo was deadly like teams did not want to go yeah. up against those guys Fam, he even said Rooney, Ronaldo and Tevez best trio exactly in the Premier League seen, yeah. so yeah um, so uh, you know I, I can take what you're saying um, and uh, but what's your fair. opinion but yeah, though, yeah, yeah. You, I was going to get into my opinion my opinion yeah. is I did some of the um, the research on stats and obviously based on um, my memory of it or my recollection he wasn't the same guy you know um, statistically he didn't have the same impact. I think the um, the arrival of Berbatov also played a played a role, and uh, the number one factor towards um, his decline was um, the contract dispute, and that's that's natural in any in any player, any pro. If if you're you feel like you're not getting paid what you're worth, or the team doesn't value the way they should, or they're being hesitant to give you a new contract, you're not gonna put your especially the way a guy like Tevez plays. He plays. With his mm. heart on his sleeve, do you know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. he's not going to be as committed and play as as physical and as uh, be running about the way that he usually does when uh, United haven't shown the commitment to him that you know he, he expected. So I would agree that he wasn't the same guy, both statistically and um, as far as motivation. But um, yeah, I can't blame him. You know, it's it's when you're talking about contracts, it's a delicate, delicate situation. So um, mm. I would agree with that, Gary Neville. But as, as I said, there's reasons why. Uh, so what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think you touched on it, like fam. At the end of the day, there's always like it's not like it's, there's reasons behind everything. Like fam, people think that Adebayo is a bad guy for running the length of the pitch to slide in front of the Arsenal fans. Yeah, maybe his his response or the way he handled it was bad, but he he. He, it was a reaction because of something that had happened. Mm. So people always forget that Adebayo wanted to stay at Arsenal. Like he wanted to stay. Mm. And he, City came in with the offer. Wenger said, make up your mind. Had like two days to respond. Then he came back and wanted to say he's staying. But then they told him that they've already accepted the deal. He was he was annoyed at that. So it's understandable. Same with Tevez. Let it be known that Tevez wanted to stay at United as well. Like everyone mm-hmm. knows that. Like Tevez wanted to stay but United didn't want to give him the peace to stay. Exactly. And I think the statistical point is, isn't, I, I think it's a bit weak, not from your side, but just in terms of Gary Neville and like, in terms of down tooling, like fam, his first season, he scored 19 goals in all comps. His second season, he scored 15 goals. So I think like, 
in that regard, it's not really been a dramatic. Fair, but he only um, scored um, dramatic change. I believe he only scored five goals in the league, which is obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like though a lot though was down to sub appearances. Yeah, of Berbatov, exactly. Yeah, which is another reason why he's not happy. Yeah, remember Fergie brought Berbatov in to be the main man. Exactly. Like, like literally, so Tevez is obviously looking at it like rah, like fam. I thought you wanted to make me one of the mm-hmm. one of the. We just won the Champions League, the and you're bringing in my replacement. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think a, a lot is down to the fact that Tevez went to City, and there's no denying about that. Like, there's literally no denying. So you need to like just think about the way things are, innit? No, for sure, man. Uh, last topic we want to get into. Uh, a very interesting one. Um, Samu Eto said that um, he is a class above every single African player that's that's played football. He's the number one African player <laughs> by miles. Um, Essentially, that's and I think he said, he said yeah. for for his whole career as well that he was um, the number one African player. So um, yeah, give me your thoughts yeah. on that. Has he got has he got a reason to say that? Is he accurate? Give me your thoughts. And I know you're a drug oh, I know you're a drug lover, so you know. I'm sure you got some. Nah, disputes. if I miss, yeah, nah. I don't even have disputes with what he said. Like, fam, Drogba. I mean, I said Drogba. Eto is the number one African player. I think when it comes down to of all time as well, he's like up there with of all time. I think it's probably down to I would say George Weah, Samuel Eto, Drogba, and Yaya Toure in terms of of all time. In terms of the full mm. span and full length of their careers, those, those are the players that we're we're talking about in it. Um, the thing is, I don't have a problem with what he said. I have a problem with how he said it. I think that Eto is number one, no doubt, but it's not like the next best or the next couple best are nowhere near him. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. his, it's not his best ever season. His best ever season as a goal scorer was a 36. 36 goal season in all comps and Drogba had a 37 goal season in all comps in it yeah. I'm, again just remember I'm not saying that Drogba is above Eto'o but I'm just going to show you that like you could make the argument that if you put Drogba in a progressive team like Barcelona progressive teams like Inter Milan because at Chelsea he got asked to do a different role especially when you had a 20 goal a season midfielder in Lampard mm. Drogba didn't need to score as much you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he had other responsibilities. However, not taking anything away from Eto. Eto is hands down, as in no doubt, number one African player. However, he's not a class above the rest. I think there's a lot of African players who reached that level. Maybe what separates him is that he sustained it. Exactly. What separates him is that he sustained it. And he Definitely. won at the highest level. Yeah. But like I said, Yaya Toure... Yaya Toure? Yeah, Yaya Toure and Drogba have won everything Eto has won. So like... No, uh- it's like, yeah, 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 yeah won have. the Champions League as well. Champions yeah, League, Barca. yeah, he won it at Barca. They won it at the same time yeah. against United, didn't it? So, fam, like, you can't, there's no, to say you're the class above the rest, you need to have won the Ballon d'Or, maybe once or twice, mm. and then maybe I'd say, cool, fair enough, innit? But like I said, Eto's finished third in the Ballon d'Or, Drogba's highest finish, I believe, is either eighth or fifth. So it's, it's a rough thing. And, yeah. and Yaya Toure as, as well, I think, has finished in the top 10. And George Weah actually won the Champions League. I mean, the Ballon d'Or. So, which is serious. Um, which is a serious accolade. Again, like I said, just to reiterate, not a problem with him saying he's number one because I believe he's number one. However, yeah. how he said it, I don't think he's a class above the rest. Yeah, I agree with your points, man. I think it just speaks to his personality. You know? He is an arrogant yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just one of them guys yeah. that are... He's a bit up himself, you know? 
But um, yeah. when you look at his credentials, his resume, you know, it's, for me, it's clear. He, he is the number yeah. one African player. And, and his resume is crazy. Like, um, back-to-back Champions League at two different clubs. I don't know another player doing that. Samuel Eto'o won it at Barcelona, went to Inter Milan, won it the following year. Um, and he's a special player, man. He, he Well, he was, him and Ronaldinho dominated at Barcelona. Him, that was a special, special tandem. And obviously, you had a young Leo in there as well. That was a special yeah. front three. One of the best front threes ever. And Samuel Eto'o was no joke yeah. um, but amongst them. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. I just mm. feel that he's got a, a stacked resume. But um, it's just his personality just, just coming out in him saying that. And he definitely... It is, man. Just... Fam, there's no doubt. For Xavi and Iniesta, when Pep came in, he, he actually wanted to sell Eto'o. But Xavi yeah. and Iniesta said, yo, bro, you're selling goals here. Like, you can't sell him, innit? And he definitely repaid um He had Pep. a mad year. Yeah. Crazy year. While we so, were beefing Pep the whole time as well. Exactly. So Pep would Pep. I mean Eto was a was a big time striker still. He was a very he was a big time striker. Did it so, at big yeah. clubs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um is there any more questions? No, that was the last question. Yeah, that's still. the last question. I have time, baby. Let's move into the last segment. Still the last segment. I'm I'm looking forward to this one still. It's where we like obviously Ronaldo and Messi, they've been dominant for what, the last decade? And like they've been doing so many things that are so great. But um their dominance is gonna to come to an end. Real soon. <laughs> sooner sooner Real rather soon. than later, innit? So now there's gotta, 35, I think. So he's not his Yeah. Man. So we gotta start looking to the next generation. So who do you think are the next let's say three youngsters, we believe. So we'll decide the three youngsters are contentious free and then maybe give our one wild card hot takes. Yeah, wild cards <laughs> to, to, to win yeah, the battle. I think I think two of them are, are bookings, man. Two of them's a booking. Um Kylian Mbappe. He's already the face. Yeah. He's oh he's on his way to be the face of um Nak. Um he's doing his yeah. thing already. He already won the World Cup. Obviously Fam. got multiple um French League wins. Um, yeah, he's on his Once, way to being an all-time great, and the talent is unquestionable. He is is, is dynamic. Like, the finishing is deadly. Yeah. Like he 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 is a guy that he will carry football. Yeah, I mean, fam, it just it's, it's, it just speaks volumes. His goal record, really and truly, you from the from a second season at Monaco where he scored twenty six goals in all comps, then went. PSG first season 21 goals second season 39 goals in all comps then now this season he has 30 goals in all comps without a finished season so imagine he actually finished the season we don't know how how much he would have got so he had actually this season he had 30 goals in all comps in 33 games just goes to show you that this guy is a gunman and he's not even playing number 9 by the way (laughs) literally he's he's interchanging from 9 to wing so boy like Kylian Mbappe is someone I think like once he gets he's that gonna Champions be the League face of football, man. yeah, man. Once he gets that Champions League, gonna be the face, man. Already got a World Cup, like he was, if One not of the main guys, he was the main guy and the start yeah, of the tournament. The, yeah, even the end of the tournament, scored in the final. Yeah, um, dominated against Argentina, so you could say he was one of the start main of the guys, tournament, if, if not the main guy. Yeah. So, boy, Kylian Mbappe definitely is a guy on his way. The trajectory is mad, and then I think I the feel other like he guy could that go down def- as as um, better than Henri. There's a shout because that's, he's got the international re- resume now. Do you get what I'm saying? He's got the international resume, so all he needs to do is dominate Keep for dominating. a 
Yeah, for a sustained period of time. I think what hurt Omri's legacy in terms of him as an individual talent was the move to Barcelona. Exactly. I do think he wanted to just go and win. And I understand it. If you want to go win, you might need to leave. Harry Kane's the face of Tottenham, but might not necessarily mean he's going to win there. Do you get what I'm saying? Facts, facts. Let's move so, on to the yeah. second name. Uh, another guy. For the second name, we... Yeah, Haaland, man. Yeah, man. Erling, Brout, Haaland, man. Gun, man. We've already Erling. spoken about him, but... But but what what more can we say, like, fam? Off that Red Bull Salzburg season where he scored, I think, what, 10 Champions League goals? Yeah, and he had, like, nine hat-tricks or something like that. <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> and then in that season for in for Red Bull Salzburg, he played 14 games and scored 16 goals, something like that. So 14 games, 16 goals. Then obviously now in the Bundesliga, nine games in the Bundesliga, he has 10 goals. Like... His just his goal to game ratio is just crazy. Like we haven't seen these numbers since probably like obviously we see it in Lewandowski, but probably since Rude. Like Rude had that kind yeah, of goal to game especially ratio. Especially at that age. Exactly, man. At that age, man. Gunman. Like the finish yesterday, or yeah, on the weekend. It was fam. serious, fam. It was serious. Bro. Like the left foot finish, like it's not. It wasn't that's weak easy foot, chance. fam. That's weak foot. That's what. That's what people need to understand. No, no, no. He's left footed. He's left footed. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he's left footed still. So, like, fam, what? That's what people need to understand. It was not an easy finish at all. And fam. far from an easy finish. Far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, What's your I, take on him? Yeah, I, fam. I agree with everything you said, fam. I spoke about him earlier, man. I just, I, I, I love him, fam. And I feel like he's a bit different to to the other big guys, like the Ibrahimoviches, yeah. the um, wouldn't say Lewandowski, but the typical big man that's got tech. <gasps> yeah. He's a bit more willing to run. He, his, he, his runs in behind. He runs in behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, he, he's a perfect blend of like size and then mobility technique. Like he's got it all, fam. Like his. I do think though. His breakdown I do is crazy. Think, I do think though. The only caveat to him is, and what do you think about this? If I was to pick a weakness in his game, I think if he was then asked to go to a team where he's asked to hold up the ball and bring players into play, he could struggle. I disagree, man. I disagree because what from what I've seen from him, the strength is there, fam. The strength is there, bro. From what I'm seeing, he's holding it up, popping off the dunnies, running in behind. Like, obviously, um, I think the age, you need experience to have the, the hold-up play, you know what I'm saying? So, obviously, as he grows up, it will definitely improve. But from what I've seen of him so far, fam, the hold-up play is decent. I wouldn't say it's his strongest asset, but, you know, if he knows the that reason he's going to be doing that on a game-by-game basis. No, up. I'm just saying... I'm, it's just a, it's, it's even a bit, it's just a bit of devil's advocate because if you think yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, 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 like, that's what that's what it's that's what when you look at guys like Morata, that before Chelsea you would have thought he's a decent hold up hold up striker. It's not his main attribute, of course, but he's a decent form. That's the kind I see an elevated version of Morata in Haaland. and I just think that maybe if he's not in a fluid system where he's got runners where maybe he needs to wait that second longer to hold on to the ball. Yeah, he might struggle. We don't know. Yeah, he might struggle. We don't know. You know no, it's definitely know, fair, Definitely man. someone... I think, I reckon, fam, he'll, he'll, he'll be in Spain in about two, three seasons. So, yeah, we'll see yeah, if it will translate. Yeah, he will, he'll definitely thrive, man. He, he looks he looks the real deal. And then the third guy we had, consensus guy, is Jadon Sancho. It's Jadon, man. Right, his, Jaden, his, man. his stats the past few seasons... Have been stupid. I was um looking at yeah, articles. it's the past two. Yeah, fam. Yeah. Last season he had twenty three assists, which is it insane. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I think twenty-three assists. Yeah, fam, twenty-three assists. Sure. You know how crazy that is. That's mad. I know he scored twelve goals. Twenty-three assists, bro. Assists. Twenty-three assists. Crazy impressive. And then this season, I think he's him and Messi are the only players in Europe to to have a double double. Yeah, double double. He's got twelve goals and fourteen assists this season. Fam, super impressive, fam. Like, yeah, and what I like about numbers, him man. is, um, he's, um. Like he he does stuff on the fly, like he knows how to um what's the word? Think dynamic. No, nah, he he just you can put him in any situation and he can get out of it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. I can't remember the uh, remember the word, but yeah, man, he's just he, he's a very special player, fam. Special feet. Obviously, the assists speak for themselves. And um, yeah, man, he, I like him a lot, I, fam. We want him at United, and if that does happen, yeah. that front three. It's gonna be scary. Sancho, yeah, yeah. Marshall, Rashford. Team team with Pogba and Bruno in behind, teams are going to be scared. Scared for yeah, their no, lives. That's, that's a that's a deadly, that's a deadly um trio still deadly. that could provide a lot of a lot of goals and assists, especially when you think that Sancho will be on the right hand side with AWB as well. That's exactly. a, that's a that's a scary right. Won't hand even side. need to come back and defend from Aaron Bazak will do all that for him. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. And Sancho will be the poster boy. Literally, probably Literally, take him and Rashford. Share it, share it, yeah, with Rashford and obviously Pogba if he stays. Yeah, will always be the poster boy wherever he goes. So it will be a very, very good team with a lot of big personalities. Yeah, exactly. I think the last time that's you had what big we need. Personalities, I think the last time you had big personalities under Mourinho Van Gaal, you didn't handle it well. So you obviously had Pogba, Ibrahimovic, Lukaku. Yeah. Thought you had a good core to build on from, and I think you didn't build on, so you have a second chance. If you exactly, get and that's another reason why I give credit to Oli because he he lets guys be themselves. You know what I'm saying? He he wants big personalities. He doesn't mm. want guys that are going to crumble under the pressure. That's why. That's but why. Just I, like, go, on. go on, no, go on, finish. No, that's why I want Pogba to stick around, man, because I feel like his leadership is so underrated, fam. That's the thing that people don't talk about enough. Because he was the yeah. leader of that French team at the World Cup. You saw his speech. Even on the pitch, yeah. he, he was um, fulfilling roles that you wouldn't see him doing at United. Sitting alongside yeah. Kante, playing the deep-line playmaker. And that's I'm sure that's yeah. not the role that he ideally plays, fam. Like Pogba, yeah. he's a special player, fam. And if we can keep him, I see him being the leader of that team. Just a little rebuttal to that before we give our wild cards. Like, my thing is just though with Oli is that Almost that idea of allowing players to be themselves can be seen as an excuse to not be able to be ta- tactically aware and ta- tactically equipped. And that's what I think he's lacking. Because there's going to come a time when you have a he's load of good lacking. players, you have a load of good players in the changing room and you have to they make a system. start to think... No, not even that. Forget the system. They start to think that they know more football than you. They know tactics more than ah. you. That just becomes scary <laughs> for you, like as a manager. No, no, no. Because it happens if a, if a manager. No, looks no, no. I hear it. Like, I hear it. Out of his depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a manager looks out of his depth, big players catch on to that. Do you get what I'm saying? And it will for feed sure. into the changing room. For sure. Like, for sure. You, for you sure. need to respect your manager, in it. Especially but if you've got big personalities. Exactly, exactly. It's just a big personalities thing, man. But yeah, to wrap up though, one one wild card each, apart from obviously the guys that we've agreed on, Mbappe, Haaland, Sancho. One wild card you think could push on for the ballot? I was struggling. I was struggling to come with my, with my wild cards. With my, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, there were so many names that I was considering, but I decided to stay home, man, and 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 go with someone. That I feel has limitless potential, 
and that, and that's Marcus yeah. Rashford. And for me, the most the most important thing for me about um, Rashford is the amount of experience that he has. He has the experience of a 25-year-old and he's only 21, 22. And that's mm. that's key. You know, he's been around the block. He's played in big games. He's been in big moments. Yeah. And, he, and he's shone. You know, he's not always been, but obviously performed well. But I feel as though, as he goes into his prime years, as he gets into, yeah. you know, when he's meant to be his best self, we can yeah. see a very, very dangerous Marcus Rashford. And even if you look at him physically, he's got that Cristiano Ronaldo type build. Yeah. He's shown that he can be effective out wide and central. Not saying mm-hmm. that he's Cristiano Ronaldo, but you know, if he applies himself, has that type of work ethic, the sky's the limit for that guy, man. The sky's the limit. Yeah, definitely. I think we do need to see a bit of a, more of a goal output from him. For I think sure. This is his first year of over 10 goals, I believe. So obviously, yeah, hopefully, he can push on and carry on with that. And carry on with that. Basically, everything you described. He has the ability, definitely, definitely. We're, we're yet to see the best of Marcus Rashford. I think this season, if if he if he keeps, that's what I'm saying. He can't take step back steps back anymore. He has to keep pushing yeah. on, pushing on. Because this season, he was super impressive. And if he can keep pushing on from this, then it should be 20 goals a season every year from now. That should be the expectation. Yeah, 100%, man, 100%. And then my wild card um, to wrap up is Leroy Sane. I think Sane can really push on for, for the Ballon d'Or. I think he's in that, you know, that phase where, literally like Rashford's, just a little bit of a kick can put them into a different category. Yeah. And can, like levels above, if I give you some of the stats, fam. His first season at City, scored 14 goals in all comps. His second season at City, 16 goals in all comps before he got injured in the summer leading up to into this season. So, fam, I think Sane, on the back of the fact that goal-scoring wingers are hard to find, hard to come by, mm. get him getting 16 goals in all comps is no joke. No joke. He can push no onto joke. that 20-goal mark. And I think he has the ability as well. Like, sometimes you need to look good. Sometimes the thing that they take away from Sterling is the fact that he wastes so many chances. But yet, he's still got such a great output. I think Sane looks like the footballer that's impressive. Do you get what I'm saying? When it comes to ability out of all the wingers at City, I think, I'd say Sane probably, I think, has the most... um, Upside. Yeah, upside. And fam, he's he's the complete package. He's got the technique, yeah. he's got the physical attributes and the speed, speed kills. I think it's that simple. Yeah. That's that's another reason why I said Rashford. And what's key, he can score goals. Exactly. Score that's goals what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. He's got the end product as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think both of those guys, man, um, hopefully those guys can go on and do big things and, and do it in the Premier League, man. Yeah, no, definitely, man, definitely. It's been but a great yeah, episode, bro. Great it's been episode. a lovely one, man. I liked it still, I liked it still. For sure, Obviously, man. Fam, we got to see what the Bundesliga brings. There were a lot of goals this weekend. I just think that, if if I'm being honest, it lacked the excitement. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I don't I know. Agree. I feel like I wanted more from it. Obviously, I may be asking for a bit too much because we haven't had anything in such a long yeah. time. And they lack metricness. Yeah, yeah. But I just think it lacked a bit of excitement. Maybe because the it's fans. either because it's not the fans or it's not the um the Premier League exactly. in the Premier That's League is like the main well. league yeah, exactly. yeah so see it's one of those two however fam they play good football over there in Germany very like, good I see football. it in all the teams very and it, it 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 shows in the national team as well for sure the, the, the man, football sure. that they play but um, nah yeah, it's been that, a good that, episode you know, Bundesliga is what we got to look forward to so 
it should be um, yeah hopefully there's some juicy fixtures coming up and we can enjoy them yeah man but bro we, till we meet again in the last dance episode <laughs> <laughs> preach man it's big preach, belly dance it's Dazzo ooh hell Michael Jordan out man ooh hell Michael Jordan yeah man hey shout out Scotty man they done my boy Scotty dirty man